Welcome. This is A Journey to Nature's Edge, a podcast brought to you by the Wiccan and Ashin in Tofino, Canada. These are stories from the rugged West Coast and the memories of those that call this place home. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Cameron Dennison, and I'm sitting with Charles McDermott, the Managing Director of the Wiccan and Ashin. Hello, Charles. Hi, Cameron. Great to be here. Well, thank you very much. It's a beautiful day in Tofino on the beautiful west coast of British Columbia, and we're sitting in the uh, studio watching boats go by and barges, and it's quite a stunning day. You bet. Uh, let's talk about settling in Tofino. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Well, nowadays, uh, Tofino's reputation as a destination for incredible outdoor recreation, of course, great surfing, kayaking, fishing, amazing wildlife sightings. Well, it goes far beyond Canada's borders, but back when my parents first came to Tofino, you wouldn't have spotted the town on a map any larger than maybe Vancouver Island because back in 1955, there was no road to Tofino and it was an isolated uh, fishing and logging community. And, and certainly there was very little interest in spending summer vacations here, but there was a brand new hospital and it needed a doctor. Uh, Both my parents had grown up on the prairies. They met in Winnipeg while my father, Howard McDermott, was in medical school, and my mother, Lynn Honeyman, was in nursing school. They were dating quite seriously, but after graduation, my dad took an internship at uh, Vancouver General Hospital, and my mother flew to Bermuda, where they were in desperate need of nurses. So things weren't looking so bright for Charles McDermott and the rest of the McDermott clan at that point. You might have been uh, born in Bermuda. <laughs> yeah, could, could have, could have. Uh, but in 1954, nearing the end of his internship in Vancouver, my, my dad saw a posting for a doctor's uh, position in a town called Tassis, uh, another coastal community uh, quite a bit north of Tofino near Gold River. And now all of these small towns, Gold River, Zabalas, Tassis, Tofino, Euclid, were, were based around fishing and forestry back then. And, and they were small and very remote. Um, you, you couldn't drive to the coast. You, you could uh, just get to these towns by uh, uh, plane, which ran a, a sort of a milk run, uh, meaning that, that one plane would stop in each community on its way uh, to the west coast and then up the west coast uh, from Vancouver. It's a little bit easier now. A little bit easier now. You can uh, you can get a plane here, a float plane if you choose, um, or or fixed wing and and land out at the airport. And, and I think it's about uh, even less uh, than thirty minutes from wheels up to wheels down. Right. You know, flight time uh, from Vancouver. But back then it was a bit of a milk run and. And, uh, well, my father saw that he needed a job, and he saw the advertisement for this uh, position at this hospital in Tassis. So he went to check it out, and much to his surprise, when he touched down in Tofino on his way back to the mainland, there was a delegation from Tofino's hospital board (laughs) waiting for him uh, here in town at the dock. And you see, Tofino's old hospital had burned down, and a brand new one had just recently been finished. And, uh, and that was uh, in October. I think they finished the hospital in a, the end of October of 1954. And word had gotten out about a doctor looking at the hospital in Tassis. And the president of the hospital board in Tofino was Tom Gibson of the Gibson family here, was, 
Well, he was set on changing the doctor's mind to come to Tofino and take up the position here instead of Tassis. So <laughs> Dedicated. So yeah, he had arranged uh, a full crew of people from Tofino with placards and signs saying, welcome the new doctor to Tofino, even though there was <laughs> nothing signed, nothing agreed. It was just uh, they, the, the, the plane stopped in Tofino and he had... He'd arranged, um, you know, through his connections that the uh, pilot would would make a slight delay in continuing the flight on the way back to Vancouver. Well, um, uh, well, Tom was a pretty dynamic fellow and and very clever, and so he had uh, um, he had arranged uh, so this pilot would be delayed so he could take uh, my father on a tour of the hospital. And Tom was well. He was head of the hospital board. He was the mayor, and yeah, he was the undertaker as well. So, um, just much like today, in any small community, most people have a lot of roles. So, and that, and Tom was 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 a brilliant mind. So, um, he pulled out all the stops to entice this new young doctor to come uh, to Tofino. Took him on a tour of the hospital. Showed him the new operating room. Um, the new uh, um, uh, delivery room and and so on and it, it it was very you know it was totally modern it, as I said it just been completed and um, and and so uh, you know put on this real dog and pony show and, sounds like and, a smart guy well he he was a very bright guy in fact my father said that Tom Gibson he said for a guy with a grade four education he said he probably had the highest IQ of anyone he had ever met yeah yeah well in order to do uh, some community marketing like that and get something you need that's very serious right you need a oh, doctor yeah. for the new hospital yeah uh, pulling out all the stops i like his style yeah and uh so they closed the deal in the beer parlor i think <laughs> was how it happened and i don't think tom was going to let my father on the flight back to vancouver unless he agreed <laughs> so anyway my dad did agree to the position uh, over the beer at the mcquinna pub and in January of the following year, in 1955, he came to the West Coast as the hospital's new doctor. Wow. So that's, that's kind of how it started. And, uh, and the stories of those first days and years at the hospital uh, are my dad's uh, tale to tell. But he's actually written a book about it. But needless to say, there were varied and demanding needs of a doctor at the time. Um, and he had... A, a, just graduated and just finished his internship at Vancouver General. So he had um, secured this job. And the, uh, and at that time, there were about 400 people living in Tofino. There were about 800 in Euclid and and uh, the First Nations communities in Opitzit, Housett, and Hot Springs, and of course, down in Euclid as well. So there was a pretty large and widespread population to service even, even back then. Um, and so... Um, uh, still somehow, oh yes, he got his friend Jimmy Miles. So he got in the job. So he got Jimmy Miles, uh, another doctor he had graduated with, to to uh, take a locum right. Right, just after he had been hired uh, to to take over his job because um, he had a plan. Uh, you see, my dad had had kept thinking of this Miss Lynn Honeyman, his sweetheart from school, now down in Bermuda. And one day, Lynn received a letter from my father asking for a friend who was going to Bermuda <laughs> if she wouldn't mind showing him around the island when he arrived. So that was the, uh, that was the letter. And my mother's uh, first mistake, I'm glad she, she made it, was to agree that she would show this friend around the island, um, little knowing uh, 
the subterfuge at work. It sounds like he took a page from Tom Gibson there. <laughs> I think he did, yeah. Um, yeah, because, of course, when she went to meet the plane and greet uh, this my father's friend of course it was my father who stepped out of, of, of the aircraft and and um, and he'd been too chicken to ask about uh, him coming because he was afraid she she might say no but the surprise worked out they had a whirlwind romance and on one of the beautiful evenings on the uh, on the uh, Bermuda sunset looking over Hamilton Harbor uh, my my father said, "Oh, let me take you away from all this with the pink sand and the bobbing sailboats <laughs> and everything else." And so her second mistake was to say yes. And so they eloped. They got married in a little church in Hamilton, Bermuda, and a few weeks later arrived in Tofino, in the middle of nowhere. So it was pouring. My mother stepped out of the small plane, wearing a, a nice white Bermudian cotton dress. And high heels, perfect for Bermuda weather. <laughs> but here you can imagine Tofino where the rain is coming in sideways. And a few of the townsfolk came to, to greet them, including one woman, Ruth White, who would later become very close friends with my parents. And uh, Ruth had brought a, a nice welcoming gift. So she handed my mother a glass rolling pin filled with rye whiskey with the advice, here, honey, you're going to need this. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was true. And and it was likely uh, that she did because it was, uh, Tofino was a very different town uh, back then, a, a place with no road uh, to it, no road in, no road out. But uh, it, it very soon it became home. And, um, and, and uh, well, my, my parents thought they would just be here for a while and my father would, you know, uh, develop his skills and and so on, and then moved to the big city and become a big city doctor. Something happened along the way, and they, they fell in love with Tofino and decided to stay. I think I understand how that could happen to anybody. It, it, it captures you. You've got to be careful. When you come here as a guest or as a visitor, you never know. And as I said, or, you know, as I have said, many of our uh, best guests and, and uh, most frequent guests are, are now neighbors um, and have, have made their own homes here in Tofino, too. And so while Tofino does look different today, it, it will always have some of those great characteristics. We'll always be uh, a small town at the end of a long road. And uh, yes, we'll probably always have an abundance of rain and beauty, a good sense of humor, and a very welcoming community. Well, there's only one way for you to find out. And if you're listening to this now, please come and enjoy the Wicked Initiative. It truly is a pleasure and an amazing place. And you'll probably get to hear a story from Charles. Well, we might have a, a story like this for the road or maybe one or two more. Well, thank you for your time, Charles. I look forward to the next story already. Have a great day. You too. Thank you for joining us on the Journey to Nature's Edge. Please consider subscribing and following along for more stories. If you are curious to learn more about the podcasts and see the pictures related to each episode, access the Wicked and the Shins website. See you soon.